Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. So, hello everyone, welcome again to another episode of the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. This is a repeat guest that has decided to come again on the podcast because... I think we're going to be talking about an interesting topic that a lot of people are discussing when it comes to being born again and all that. But I don't want to go into too much detail, but uh, R has rejoined us. Did we mention your name before in the previous one? Did we, yeah, uh, you, t- you, you told them my name, yes. Okay, so Rosalind's here again, and uh, Rosalind is the woman that I am currently courting. Oh, and, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> don't mention Joel. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, whenever it comes to being born again, uh, the common question comes to relationships and people are like, how do I find a righteous man? How do I be a righteous man? How do I be a righteous woman? How come there aren't any righteous guys out there? I'm going to go and find all the righteous people, um, and all that jazz. And, you know, Rosalind has seen that in her life with, you know, not to speak for you, Rosalind, but you've seen that with common questions, right, from other people. They've mm-hmm. been asking those things. Yeah, they're good questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen it too, um, even in close friends that I have, you know, from Jesse Lee Peterson's church, from close friends that are in the Bertaria community that I'm a part of. Um, mm-hmm. Even Owen Benjamin would talk about this stuff, about relationships. And that's why we're kind of having you on for the podcast, because you have your perspective. I have my mm-hmm. perspective. You know, of course, I think I'm right, but I may be wrong, but I'm not lying. And <laughs> we kind of put together some questions about being righteous and all that jazz. But I wasn't sure, Ross, if there's anything you kind of wanted to start it off with about maybe how you saw things before you were kind of born again, like how you saw relationships and what men were like for you and maybe what it's like now. Like, is it better? Is it worse? Um you know, how do you see relationships? Why are people being misled? You can really take it wherever you want to go there, but I just want to open it up to kind of see your perspective before and after um, inside relationships. Um, I just know that this is topic that's definitely worth discussing because I hear people bring this up a lot, like all right. the time, right. everywhere. It's always, um, you know, a question of how it should be. Um, what men should be doing, what women should be doing. Um, but interestingly now, when it comes to the things that are happening to me now, I am very much happy with how it is now. Yeah. It, it feels like it's a lot of pressure when you mention that first part. But <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it is, it, is, <laughs> it is kind of a loaded question where it's like, I'm courting you, so how's it going? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I didn't like even think my, about that. My, my train of thought, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, um, one of the first few things that we discussed before when we started talking is, um, you know, how men should be um, in a society. And back then right. I was just really surprised because that's not the kind of ex- experience that I had ever before. Right. So, um, 
I was just surrounded by beta males and I beta didn't males. know beta males. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that, you know, that's the situation. I could tell like deeper than me, I could tell that something was wrong, but at the same time I didn't know what right is. Right. So Right. That that goes back again to what Joy said before that um, in order for you to know one of the best ways to know what the truth is is by knowing what it's not. And at the time, I know that something was off. And now, like what's been happening over the past months, um, I'm seeing what right is or how it should be. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Right. That's a great way to frame it. And you mentioned Roy. So Roy Masters, he has Foundation for Human Understanding. You can go find him. Lots of great YouTube content online. And I really like listening to him. Uh, I used to listen a lot to Jesse Peterson. I used to listen to, um, recently it's been Owen Benjamin as well, but you make a really good point about that, how many times in life when it comes to um, relationships or knowing what is the right path, many times we don't know, right? But there's times where you know what is not right. So you know it isn't to go this way, it isn't to go that way. And so you're kind of saying that although there's really no example out there, uh, allegedly, um, although things weren't as you kind of wanted them to be, uh, you knew what wasn't right, but you didn't mm -hmm. know what was right. Mm -hmm. All right. And I think it's very common for a lot of people. Um, just before we go to that, um, I also just want to say that oftentimes during this conversation, we would always like reference people because these things um, that I'm talking about right now, I, I got it from a lot of great people. There's Roy Masters, there's JLP, there's um, Owen Benjamin, there's you, and there's, you know, maybe a lot of others too. So Richard, um, yeah, lots of other guys. Yeah, yeah, lots of other guys, and um, I'm very thankful to to all of you guys because I'm you know finally seeing where I'm finally having a much better view now when it comes to how it should be. So, right. Um, right now, here's here's kind of a fun way I like to frame things. So in the in the fallen realm, how do you see people, like, how do they frame relationships, like how they think they should be? You know, when they're like, okay, there's guys and there's girls. Like, are they supposed to be equals and partners? Are like, is a man, like a masculine man is controlling the woman or is one mm -hmm. who is very suave? Like how, how do people kind of see it right now from your perspective of what like relationships should be in Satan's realm? Um, I don't know if I can really speak for a lot of people, but I guess it's uh, good to start with like my own experience. You know, yep. um, relationship in the fallen world, I think it's mostly about equality. You know, men should be equal to, to women. And um, it's right. you often hear people say it's a give and take relationship, like all the time. Give right. and take relationship. So. Um, or they you know, say the, they say like it's 50 50, you know, they'll be like, you know, oh, we're we're partners in life. Right. That's. You know, what's interesting is that that's what they say, but that's not exactly what's happening. What's really happening is that the women is over the man. The women is the women. Women are the, you know, the, the head of the relationships without them even, you know, knowing it. And men are just right. simply the ones who are just following. Right. And um, that was also what it's like for me. And um, you would see it a lot on social media how, you know, women would be um, controlling their men and they would just be so happy and proud about it. 
um, I have to admit that there's a phase that I was also like that. But what's interesting is that I would always, or I could tell that it was not okay. Right. Right. It it was not. um, Oh, dogs are awake. Good morning, dogs. (laughs) (laughs) We can barely hear them. Don't worry. Um. So so no, it's it's not okay because um you will you will get this you know little happiness by knowing that your man is following you, your man is um your man is submitting to you, but um at the end of the day or like when it after after some time you will start hating the guy. Right, you get this short term. Yeah, you get this short term glee, you know, from the relationship where you're like, ooh, I have control. It's similar to kind of how um satan feels when somebody falls for him i i assume i'm not you know i'm not satan so i don't know but i would assume that um, allegedly <laughs> could it how dare you <laughs> oh no she found me um it's it's one of those things where satan you get this slight joy by being unrighteous you know, this slight power you're like oh i'm god you know i'm the one in control i'm the one leading things i'm the special boy and then immediately afterwards, you just drop and then you'd feel lost. You feel, you know, untethered. You don't feel grounded. And that's kind of what it's like when you're with a beta male because the woman takes control and then she feels great and then feels down because you're just untethered. You know, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't go well. But I just don't know if I can, um, like, ex- explain it properly. Um, I just, I, I wanted to say that you would get that little burst of joy when that uh, moment happens. Um, the Eve within us, within every woman, is rejoicing right. um, when they get uh, the man to do something for them. You know, right. or when the the man uh, did something that they that they want. There's that Eve within us is rejoicing at that particular moment. But later on, um, if you observe it, after some time. Um, you will realize that something is off and that's no longer the Eve in you. That's the real you saying that. The thing though is um, what I have observed so far is that we don't know, we don't really listen to the real us or we because we don't have God. Most of the time people say that they have God in their lives, but that really right. is not the case. Right. Or sometimes they do have God, but it's not the one and only God within yeah. all of us. That's kind of and, a joke um, about things where we say, which God <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Capital G or lowercase g? <laughs> God told me to tell you this and this and this and that. Okay, which God? <laughs> what the? <laughs> it's, it's always really funny. Um, but there's a lot of truth to that. Because um, we don't realize that the things that's taking up a lot of our attention, the things that um, we just really listen to all the time, that's our God. So in this case, um, most of the time it's our thoughts. Or in other cases, majority of the time it's our thoughts. And um, uh, for men, it could also be uh, women. So the thing is, um, it's it's like the, the cycle is we always look forward to that moment when we will have that little burst of joy again we always go back to that we're always seeking that particular moment because Mm. we don't know what it's like to be on the peaceful side 
We don't know what it's like to be on the God side. These mm. things that we're talking about right now, this is very clear to me now. This is very clear to you as well, because we can already see this. But most of the people out there, I don't think that they do. I don't think that they know that there is a much, much better side because they right. are just, you know, right. I guess being unrighteous, you know. Right. And it's <laughs> they're just in the dark. <laughs> yeah, they're in the darkness. Like, it's like when Jesus said, you know, forgive them, Father. Allegedly, he said this. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. You know, it's similarly where we can't judge them because we used to be there. We used mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. on the unrighteous path. We were blind. Right. So we don't like say we're better than people. We're just, we see it clearly now and you live by example. And it's a really, really good point. Um, I think the other point I wanted to make too, you mentioned how the spirit of Eve is inside of you, right? It's always, <laughs> it's always tempting you, right? And I know <laughs> Rosalind and I would joke all the time, like um, there'll be times where maybe it's a lot of questions or whatever it may be. And I'll jokingly say, uh, Rosalind, you, you need the Eve put down the apple, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's a joke that we have because many times when we get caught up in our thoughts or emotions, we just need a little levity to break that cycle because then we see that we're the ones who are following our thoughts, you know, and it's, it's really funny. Um, but the reason why I brought that up is that some guys will say like, okay, all women are like this, right? All women are possessed by Satan mm -hmm. and they're the ones who are tempting. But I, I want to clarify to people that that spirit of Eve is inside most men, too. It's okay. whoever is emotional, right? It's whoever is believing their thoughts and disappearing to their imagination and they're reacting to their current situation. They're not acting. So a lot of people get caught up. I think in like JLP's church, uh, a lot of women will get stuck on this idea like all women, you know, why, why don't you talk about, you know, X, Y, Z and I think they don't understand that it's also in men, you know, mm -hmm. this same spirit right. that is in you, that, that was, that was in me, that was in others, um, or isn't others is the same spirit. It's not just like you have an Eve spirit and then an Adam spirit. You have mm -hmm. Satan and he manifests himself through believing your thoughts in women and in men. Does that kind of mm -hmm. make sense to you? Yeah. And, and until the men overcome the, the women, then, you know, they would just have that spirit in them right but i like to add um a really great point that jacob made to mexican one <laughs> mexican jacob <laughs> how dare you how dare you i'm gonna tell so him so it's not to be confusing because you guys have the same name right yeah we do you oh, can just call me godly jacob God. and then mexican jacob that's how it was <laughs> how dare you <laughs> how dare i <laughs> okay anyways yeah you're making a point uh, jacob made some good points right about this yes he did mention that um it's much easier for men to overcome evil because they just have to overcome the woman and then that's it for me for women it's like a, a constant thing we always tend to have that um deep spirit roaming close right. to us or around us or something like that which right. is why um a very good thing that we want to discuss during this podcast is um, how men or what men should be doing to help the women, you know, because um, there is right. always a tendency for Eve to be, you know, within us. And um, 
like for now in my experience i i tend to to catch it much quicker than before so like when i can sense that i'm being all emotional and just believing my thoughts i'm just gonna laugh at it and i'm like get off me Eve. get off me <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest guys that's what Rosalind does too literally in conversation uh she'll be saying something and then like oh no that's eve talking oh no <laughs> and then and then you start laughing and then it's over you know whatever whatever emotional thing you were kind of processing right it's really really and, funny <laughs> and trust me it's always always funny like when 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 the conversation is getting heavy which it almost doesn't but when i can tell that it's building up in me and i'm i'm becoming serious or i'm just becoming just really emotional when i say that get off me eve it's really funny it cracks me up and it takes me back to the present it always exactly. works exactly. it always works because you you understand that i've i may be speaking for you but it sounds like you're beginning to understand that um you're not the one who's you're being animated by darkness whenever that happens and it's not actually you doing it it's just satan doing it through you and it's nothing personal you know and so it's not this huge heavy thing like oh no i'm an emotional woman it's more like oh oh darn it and god's letting me see um uh he's letting me see it now because if you can see it it's because god's letting you see it so you can overcome it that's how, kind of how I see it. So whenever, you know, if, if you get emotional or if a woman gets emotional or if a man gets emotional, you really begin to understand if you're a righteous man that that is not them being emotional. It is Satan puppeting them and it's not their fault. And all you have to do is just have patience and calmness and be joyous and light, as Richard would say. You know, so that's kind of my perspective on it. But you do do a great job, Rosalind, of always breaking up the seriousness whenever you catch yourself. It's um, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, <laughs> it's because it's um, I see I'm seeing it now as two different perspectives. Um, the first one was what I have before, which is um, women will always be emotional. We're always gonna be like this because we're women. So men are just supposed to, you know um put up and that? deal with it put up and show yeah yep. men just need to to deal with it and the other perspective is that thinking that it's not us or it's not me but it's the eve within me and um that the, the second perspective really helped a lot when it comes to to dealing with my with my past like because like when i go back to you know looking at those things that i have did before it's not necessarily there's actually one word to describe it <laughs> can you guess what that is i don't know unrighteous <laughs> oh, well yeah okay but it's more fun to say sodomite sodomite <laughs> <laughs> you're living in sodomite land <laughs> everybody rosslyn has admitted on the podcast she was a sodomite <laughs> It's, and, it's, and, it's and, basically uh, Sodomites Anonymous instead of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's like, hi, my name's Rosalyn, and I used to be a Sodomite. Hi, Rosalyn. But there's way, way, way more members of the Sodomites Anonymous than the Alcoholics Anonymous. They just don't want to admit it. But anyway, so what, I, what was I trying to say? I was trying, oh, I was going to say that the reason I can just easily laugh about it now and the reason I can just admit it now is because um, when, when I was introduced to the second perspective, which is that it wasn't me. So it felt like in the past, 
um, it was just Eve ruling in me, like in, in my life during those times. It was just the, the evil in me. And the, the real me really was just drowning most of the time or just maybe sleeping. Right. So like every once in a while, I would the real me would resurface and like, oh no, oh no, what's going on here? What's going on here? This is not right. okay. Right. This is not right. And then I'll go back to, you know, just drowning or sleeping all over again. And then the even me will just rule again. So when you told me that those things, um, you know, the, the unrighteous things, um, it's not really us, but it's the evil within us. Um, that's a very fresh take on that particular situation because then it right. it's much it made it much easier for me to transition to the other side. And I so think like, um, a key point that you're making is that that evil when Eve was sick, right? Eve ill. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but that sickness, alleged sickness within all men and all women, it wasn't even yours to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. It was passed down to you from generations before. And I'm not talking, you know, like, oh, mommy and daddy gave it to you. It's no, no, no. I'm talking spiritually going all the way back to the original sin, which was Adam and Eve judging that they knew the knowledge of good and evil. Right. Mm -hmm. That was it. And it's been passed down since then. And so we have this wonderful opportunity to because Jesus came back and, you know, uh, did all the Mm -hmm. sacrifice stuff. um, We have this very clear path to God and you can choose to take it up as long as you just realize you let go of it. And let God get mm-hmm. rid of it for you. There's nothing for right. you to do. Right. So it's really, I just find it so simple and joyous to talk about people because it's not like I'm special. It's not mm-hmm. like you're special. We're both just sons and daughters of God. Some of us okay. are just sleeping and want to be, you know, animated by darkness. And that's mm-hmm. for their choice to follow. No need for us to try to wake up other people. We just need to mm-hmm. continue to be righteous examples. So it's great. Yeah. It's I, I find it I find it really amazing how simple how so simple my 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 perspective on things now are. And um I'm pretty sure you told me before it's just either you're off God or you're not. Either you're right. just being righteous or or you're not. Right. There's um there there's no in between. And um when you choose to be, you know, just really righteous, that's you choosing the one and only God to be your God. It's not men it's not women it's not money it's not alcohol or drugs or netflix right (laughs) right right and those are all like material things but it could also be uh being your own god of being able to judge others being like that feeling of knowing that you think you know more than most people that you're the special Mm -hmm. boy that's what um that's what owen benjamin says you know the gamma male special boy you Mm -hmm. know when you develop that syndrome it's because you're kind of smart and you think that you know what's going on, but you really know nothing, you know. And, and you, it's, you think it's you. Yep, you think it's you. You believe it's you. Just like when you're in that unrighteous fallen state, you think it's you. You think you're the one going out and being your own God, and then you judge yourself because you think that you're mm-hmm. judging yourself as being a good person or a bad person. When in reality, it's just Satan tempting you every moment to do the original sin, which is just judgment, judging yourself, mm-hmm. judging others thinking that you know what right and wrong is, thinking that you know what the future holds, thinking that the past right. was bad or good. Uh, I know I'm kind of going on a diatribe, but it's just, it's so simple. Just let go of judgment and resentment, and that's all you have to do. And as men, I guess that's one question I have to you. Why do you think there aren't that many righteous men out there? Like, why are they so hard? Well, not hard to find, but 
why don't many men want to be righteous? And I tend to reflect on that a lot because when I first woke up, there was a few months where I was like, this is unbelievable. I think I'm losing my mind because literally I was, I was letting go of my thoughts and realizing that wasn't me. My thoughts were trying to tempt me. And then it got to the point where I went through the valley and shadow of death, lost a lot of friends, lost a lot of connections. And then suddenly I found that as I seek the kingdom of God only, I got everything else that I needed. And if I was supposed to have a relationship, I would. If I was supposed Mm -hmm. to have businesses, I would. If I was supposed to have a job, I would. Uh, If I'm supposed to have a homestead, I will. But you become a tool for God's plan, his adventure for you. And that's how I see it now. But it seems like there aren't that many of us out there. And it's kind of, you are the special boy, but you're not really. And so I was wondering from your perspective, Ross, and if you've noticed that too, that since you've woken up, it's kind of lonely. Not like in a bad way, but you just kind of realize, Mm -hmm. wow, this is really special. Right. And it's not at all, it's not at all us saying that we are, we are great or special or artists and all that. Um, If anything, I think that the best word to to describe what we are now is we're super grateful. Grateful, We're super grateful for for being able to to see these things. And uh, to answer your question, why aren't other men waking up and, and realizing these things? How I see it is because they don't know, because they're just sleeping. And like what I explained earlier is that um, the real them is, you know, somewhere in there underneath. What's ruling their lives is just the evil. But at the same time, we can't really, we can't like really blame them because, because um, it's, it's not up to us. No matter how many times we talk about this, no matter how much we, we say how awesome it is to be on the other side, which is on right. this side, right. we can't really make other people join us because that's not a decision for us to make. It's God's. Right. Um, God is the one who's allowing um, people to see things, which is why I said, if there's a word that describes us, it's just really grateful. We're very, very grateful that God is allowing us to see this. And, and for some people, maybe it's just not yet time for them, you know? Right. Or maybe they're just really meant to suffer. For some, maybe they're just like, you know, they're just supposed to be a bad example for others. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Rosson? Are you saying that? No, I'm kidding. You're I'm born kidding. to be a bad example in this world. <laughs> And as we always say on this podcast, doubt every thought, including that one. <laughs> no, 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 just, just kidding, just kidding. Seriously, though, what what's beautiful is that anytime, any day, anyone can wake up. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't, we don't really know that. We don't really know what God's plan is, but He really does have one for every single person. It's right. not up to us to decide who will. It's not up to us who will be. You know. Um, yeah, it's not up to us to decide who will wake up and see these things. Um, all we can just say is that um, as people or as someone who has already transitioned to the other side, that's how I feel like, you know, I'm still struggling with a few things every now and then, but I feel like I have now a much better view of what it's like to be on the other side. And it's so, so amazing here. Every once in a while, I get I get really tempted to ask that question that, you know, this is so great. Why aren't more people seeing this? And then I go back to um, realizing that it's not up to me. And whenever I decide that, oh, someone has to do this or they just need to, you know, 
to a silent prayer or they just need to forgive the parents and all yep. this and all that. Yep. That's like already me deciding who's going to wake up or not. And that's not okay because that's God's job. That's not me. Great point. That's a great and, point because uh, about that, Rosalyn, is you're judging, right? You'd be the one mm-hmm. judging to say, oh, this person, if I just said this, they would wake up. Now you're acting mm-hmm. like God. Great point. It also seems like there's um, just a very um, thin line that's separating us from um, going back to what it's like before. So we always, that's something that we always have to watch, but not in a, not in an intense way. Um, because once you wake up, you will just have the, you, your intuition will become stronger and will, if anything, you will just be more aware. Like even yeah. when you're doing something that's not very righteous because you are aware you're seeing yourself doing it and um you know that's how you can change and you did also mention earlier that it's it it's a little bit lonely to be here you know because because to be honest um i i barely have people that i can talk to about these things i have you and yep and then i have god Oh, that's so funny. And you have Jesus. Don't forget him, too. He's always Oh, there. Jesus, of course. Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, but, Lord. But it just looks like that in the beginning. But really what it is, it's just a temptation from Satan to, you know, tell you, you must be doing something wrong because there's power in numbers. And so <laughs> if you're doing it right, if that's really how it should be, then shouldn't you have more people? Shouldn't you be talking to a lot of um, other girls and, and men about this, too? <laughs> but there's no one. <laughs> No, no, that that just really yep. is a temptation. Um, even though it does look lonely on the outside, it's very, very peaceful on the inside. And um, every time I do the silent prayer, every morning and every night, every morning and every, <laughs> every night, night. <laughs> I can I can just sit quietly without listening to anything, without focusing on saying good things to myself i can just sit quietly and watch my thoughts and you know and i'm good i i don't i don't feel lonely because at the end of the day i know for sure that i'm really not alone i have yeah. god and i have more than anything i have i have peace of mind and it's just so so beautiful that a lot of people are very much distracted by uh external by material things like yeah. If you ask someone to try and sit in a room with, with nothing at all, no music, no no TV, no cell phone, no whatever, it would be very difficult for them. But that's kind of like what I have, and I like it so much. I'm very thankful for it. That's great. So, you know, I it's like a great to, perk, guys. Yeah. Peace of mind. Peace of it's mind very, is something that um, you can't buy. Exactly. You know? And it seems very expensive, even if you can. Uh, <laughs> Satan's peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I believe, they look for external solutions to solve that internal strife, right? They'll take Xanax, they'll take Paxil, drugs, mm-hmm. they'll drink, they'll... Um, a common Coffee. one that I'll... <laughs> I was about to say it. <laughs> I was about to say something different. A common one that I used to do is I would overeat food. Right, because mm-hmm. then you inebriate and knock yourself out, so you don't have to think. Mm-hmm. Right, so those are ways to gain temporary peace, like you talked about in the beginning. Um, and that's it's so interesting how you get this illusion of peace, it's Satan's peace, mm-hmm. when in reality, God's peace is right there on that, just on the other side, just if right. you sit quietly. 
And even during the pandemic, like how many people have trouble sitting at home by themselves? You know, it's been a wonderful time for so many people to really rediscover who they are. But then they get distracted. They need to play video games. They need to watch pornography. They need to do so many different things to make sure they stay stimulated because otherwise they'll hear their intuition saying, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You have to go out. Yeah, you need to spend time. FOMO, right? Fear of missing out is a common Mm -hmm. saying I hear. Um, And two, two things you had mentioned before to clarify with people is that you begin to see it yourself. But the one key thing is, is that you need to understand that if you see something, if you see yourself doing the unrighteousness, Mm -hmm. it's actually God letting you see it through yourself. Otherwise it wouldn't be visible to you. So Mm -hmm. God's giving you the, he's giving you the sight to see you do something unrighteous. So Mm -hmm. don't resent being able to see the unrighteousness that you do. Just see it because God's showing it to you. You know, don't judge the unrighteousness that you do because he's letting you see it and he will solve it for you. Don't push it away. Don't pull it for you. So that's a key thing there. And another point you had made is you seem more lonely, but that's only happens when you forget that God is always with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people say that, right? They say, oh, God's with you. Like, what does that actually mean? You know, <laughs> so many times they'll say these empty words, but it's a really true thing. Like in this conversation on this podcast, God is literally here right now listening to you and me talk. Breathing through your nose. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so it's it's really amazing. You know, and even if you're not talking with somebody else, he's literally there with you. He's like mm-hmm. having a father figure um, there for you. And kind of mentioning that, um, I kind of now, there's all these general questions that I see women ask, you know, they always wonder, how do I get the righteous man? And their answer is always like, okay, if I just get really fit, if I uh, become really interesting, and then I learn how to do all these unrighteous acrobatics in bed, I'm going to be able to um, court or find or attract the right type of guy. you know? Or they think like, oh, okay, I need to go on the Tinder or these dating applications and filter through you know, the 10, the 20, the 100 guys and interview them and process them and try to find the right person or um, go on the dating sites and all these things. And I was kind of wondering from your perspective, Rosalind, um, when we look at that, what's kind of your answer to everybody saying, I need to go find the right person. I need to filter mm-hmm. them. Guys and girls do this. I, I know guys doing the same thing. What's kind of your answer of why they keep on thinking that they can solve it themselves and what's your advice to them? This is so funny because before how I see it is that I just have to look hard enough. And if I'm not finding someone, I just need to keep looking. (laughs) (laughs) It's like panning for gold, you know, keep on going, looking, keep on looking. You'll eventually get it. (laughs) What it is now, like what we don't realize is that whenever we do that, um, it's not just for, for men or women. It could be for like other things too in your life. Whenever we try to figure out something so hard, that's already us acting like God because, um, we're already deciding what's um what's good for us, but really we don't really know. Well, we right. probably know what's good for us, but we don't know what's best for us. Hmm. So um, what it is now is that um, what I'm finding is we're not supposed to be looking in the first place. 
that's not a decision that's up to us. First and foremost, it's not a decision for us if we're supposed to have a man or a woman. It's not right. always the case. Like what I said earlier, God has a plan for every single person. And sometimes it does not involve having a, a partner in life. Right. And um, um, so we're not supposed to be looking because if you look, just like what JLP said, um, if you look, then you're just going to find the right one. You, you won't find the right one. Right. You, you know? will find one, but it won't be the right one. It you won't know? be the right one. You'll because think that's, it is. <laughs> You know, you'll think it is, but then 10 years later and, you know, a lot of problems and divorce, you'll realize, mm -hmm. oh, like, no, it wasn't my fault. You, know, you may double down, you know, right. you make a really good point about how uh, thinking that you should have a wife or a husband is the first mistake. Maybe mm -hmm. God has a plan for you of an adventure to be a leader, to be a warrior or to mm -hmm. be a queen to something else or to be the the owner of an estate or to sacrifice in a righteous way mm -hmm. you don't know right so just let god have his plan and it turns everything into an adventure because then you don't try to plan out like oh no i'm behind schedule i'm 40 years <laughs> old and not married how do you know that right oh, god has a schedule <laughs> i haven't maxed out my swipes yet for today <laughs> <laughs> someone talking from experience oh how dare you and <laughs> no, i'm kidding to that but, we say allegedly allegedly <laughs> <laughs> what a great answer <laughs> but um so yeah you're just basically saying whenever you try to go out and do it you're acting like you know if you should or shouldn't mm -hmm. so then what should a man or woman be doing then like what should they do well, wait, I just have to also add that every time you do that, every time you go out there and look for a person, you are looking for a person that will match the standard that you made on your own, which sometimes is okay. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's just very superficial. Oh, the guy has to be like at least six feet tall. Right. Uh, oh, the guy should have this much amount of money in his bank or like all those kind of things. But these are the standards that you set on your own based on what you know so far. But what are you? You're just a person. You're, um, like what Mexican Jacob again said, the created. <laughs> you are not the creator. So that's you um, finding someone based on your standard alone. What you don't know is that we have God who knows everything, like literally everything. Yeah. And so don't you think that God knows better? He does. He definitely does. That I can tell you. Yeah. And so um, he knows what's best for you. He knows um, his plan for you. Um, and so instead of you looking and instead of you deciding that you know what's good for you, instead of you, you know, constantly trying to or tell yourself that if I just look hard enough, then I will find the right person. Why don't you go and focus on just seeking the kingdom of God alone? And right. That is in the Bible somewhere. I'm not going to mention what the verse anymore is because last time I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. So just to give you some context, guys, maybe behind the scenes. Uh, I'm not really a huge Bible person, as you can tell. Jacob is. Um, and after we recorded the podcast and I had released it, 
uh, Rosner reached out and she said, oh, no. <laughs> I said, Ezekiel, oh, no. <laughs> JLV actually said that the last thing that a woman would do is, you know, admit, admit she is wrong. That's yep. not the, the case for me, guys. I know I was wrong, so I'm not going to do that mistake again. But I do, I'm pretty sure that the <laughs> seek first the kingdom of God is in the Bible. I'm just not going to mention the, the verse anymore because first, I just don't think it's not that important. It's not that and, important, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, a lot right. of people will try to focus on that when they're still watching pornography. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's kind of the other thing, too, is um, I hear a lot of guys say um, there's just no good woman out there. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, like even if I tried hard, they'll just divorce me and take half my money or, oh, oh they're yeah. they expect me to open the door all the time. They expect me to pay for everything. They expect me. Um, uh trying to think of other examples right now but basically oh the women aren't they're not acting like women they're not homely they're not caring they're not um mm-hmm. you know it's always a blame on the woman yep. or on the on the, the women's side it's always a blame on the man's side it's a blame you know? game right and it keeps mm-hmm. you away from truly righteous people because um you, it's it's pulling up this comparison of you're looking at fallen people and saying oh look at all these fallen people this is why I can't find a good one. When you don't even realize you're judging others. You need to look within because uh, I've told Roz on this. I've told many other girls and guys this. Like, If you really want to find a queen, you must become a king, right? Right. And right. I, I don't mean that in like this alpha, you know, oh, I'm a king. I run my empire, you know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm a special guy. I have all these women. Mm-hmm. I mean it in a very... See, to become a king, it's not a worldly king, it's to become, it, it's kind of like what Jesus said, like king of kings, right? When you truly follow the kingdom of God only, that's how you truly become a righteous man. And that means you just pray every morning and every night, sit quietly with God. You know, Muslims mm-hmm. do it five times a day, that's great. You know, more the they're, better. They're probably closer to God because of that. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Some Muslims, they're like, dude, you're more Muslim than like me. I'm like, I'm a Christian. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> there's so many similarities. But um, that's one question I get from guys is they say there's no good women out there. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, all the good women I find, you know, they're not wearing masks in the store. But the joke that uh, Owen Benjamin said is that the women who are good are good because they have a good man, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's the woman will emulate the thing that they are respecting and love. And if men are acting unrighteous, they're watching pornography. If they're materialistic, if they see the woman as a sex object only, um, and they abuse them, well, then the woman's just going to naturally go to something else that is better. And to them, government's better or feminism's better because they have to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And so don't look for a righteous woman. Like any woman can become righteous if a man is righteous enough. Uh, not saying that, not saying that every woman can become righteous. Maybe they'll freak out and go to Satan, their daddy. But, (laughs) but I think in your experience, Rosalind too, it's just once you saw that, I know it sounds so arrogant, but once you saw (laughs) that, (laughs) once you saw that I was seeking the kingdom of God only, and it's not that you tested, but you just asked and inquired and you push and you, you inquire and you see it's actually true. It's not just, you know, words, right? Because a lot of guys can just say things like, oh, yeah, I seek the kingdom of God too. You know, oh, sh- send me nudes. You know, 
so many guys <laughs> and now just send me memes not send, send, me, send, yeah. send memes yeah literally <laughs> send nudes <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny i do a lot of memes uh j bear man j underscore bear underscore man for my instagram and and uh, Rosalind <laughs> discovered yesterday her own meme generator so now she's sending me memes <laughs> we gotta work on this <laughs> it's so funny um but once you saw an example of what a righteous man was you know patient and calm you know i'm not emotional i'm not worshiping you i have like respect for you and i'm guiding and you know caring but i'm not like oh no she's emotional like oh god i i need to capitulate you know it's just I'm like oh okay you know these things happen it's not a big deal at all it's not even her when if you've ever been emotional i know it's not you you know and that type of rock or that type of approach has given you you have to confirm this but it's given you the confidence to know that you can actually trust in my perspective like you know i'm not mm -hmm. just saying one thing and then watching porn and doing something else you mm -hmm. know and that's when you do that unrighteous people can become righteous by your example by the light but it's not mm -hmm. because i'm trying to it's just because that's who i am through god and then God will naturally make you resonate with someone if you're supposed to have them as a man or a woman, you know, and it's that simple. So is that kind of how you see it too? Or did I make myself seem too amazing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is where you must compliment me. <laughs> I, I was going to say it sounds really arrogant, but I can't like really disagree with that because it is true. super arrogant. though. <laughs> so realize guys, I'm not trying to, be like arrogant here trust me i'm a fallen dude just like everyone else okay i mean like one of the very first things um that that occurred to me when i first started talking to you it really felt like god was telling me at that moment like hey 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 you hey you my daughter like you were so willing to settle for much much less in the past you were okay with that but look right. at this person look at this man Look at what I can do. It's That's like literally God do. telling you, look how awesome I am. And I'm saying that, I'm saying that because now it's not, I, I'm also realizing that it's not really you who's amazing, who's awesome. It's not you at all. You're nothing, just like how I'm nothing as well. But you are amazing because of God. And that's why... Um, I am very grateful to be here, to be, um, uh, to be with you, although not physically for now, because um, right. I want to, to help you continue to be this amazing person, but it's again, not you, it's God doing it through you. You're just right. a, a vessel. Um, right. Anyways, enough of that. <laughs> Hopefully you're happy. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay. You, I'll pay you later. Don't worry. With <laughs> children. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, no, it's a great point. Like how when if you truly understand that God is working through you, both man and woman, then the accolades you get. Accolades is a big word, right? So the um, ten dollars. Ten dollar word there. Um, the what is it the great things that you do it's not me doing them it's god doing it through me mm -hmm. right? And, right and so because of that you don't become um i arrogant. don't make you my god right you don't make me me your god but also i don't make myself my own god saying 
wow, look at me. I'm so amazing. Like I'm doing all these great things because I literally know it's just God doing it through me. And I, in a sense, I don't really exist. It's this weird thing where my soul is here, but I'm animated according to God's plan, you know, or you're animated according to not his plan, you know, and that's most people. And it seems so extreme, but to me, it's so true. And so for guys out there who start to feel arrogant because they're holy, realize it's not you. It's God doing it through you. And that's how life should be lived. And to me, too, when you have a man and a woman that come together, they as individuals stop existing. And now you have a man and woman unit. That's what marriage is. You know, marriage is meant to be that bond where both individuals disappear and now they are the family, you know, and now Mm -hmm. they move forward together. So it's no longer this, you know, partnership where one's leading the other and the other's leading Mm -hmm. the other and all that stuff. It's super, super interesting. There's only one leading and it's God. Exactly. And God will do it through the man in the relationship. But this is a great transition. Um, I remember I wrote a letter to Owen Benjamin to get you verified, right? Aww, so verified. Aww. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. I have. I don't know what's in the letter yet, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Right, right. And what I was saying is my perspective initially was that a woman in a relationship is similar to a man and his daughter, right? The man's watching out for her. He's guiding her. He's peaceful and joyous, minus the intimacy thing, right? Because that's kind of weird to say it that way. Mm-hmm. But... Owen made a good point in my letter in that it's not that the relationship is the man and daughter, but that the woman actually plays a massive role in that relationship. And she Mm -hmm. watches over and has massive authority when it comes to the family unit. And he made a really good point there because um, the woman will be making decisions. In reality, it's God making decisions through her, but she will have this authority that she needs to happen. And because of that, it really helped. I just heard it this morning, but it helped shape my own perspective when it came to how relationships work, because it's not that you're going to be a daughter to a man and you're just going to play in the fields like, uh, you know, frolicking around like a little kid. You know, you're actually going to have authority. You actually will be very queen like in that relationship where Mm -hmm. the man is watching out, the man is forming alliances, but the woman is there to maintain the home, to maintain the the next generation, you know, and the community and all that. So I thought that was a great point, but um, I kind of wanted to know how you thought about what marriage is like or what marriage should be like between a man and a woman. And that kind of leads to like that intimacy stuff that a lot of people don't like to talk about. Um, I don't really know yet. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't, I don't really know yet. We'll yep. add that to the wait and see list um, that's growing <laughs> every single day. So Rosslyn has um, this uh, wait and see list, and I think there's about 2,000 items on it now. That's kind, of the, <laughs> that's kind of the joke because you'll ask me a question, and how many times have I said, oh, just wait and see, you'll know when you know, you know? Yeah, if you're supposed <laughs> to know, you will know. If, if not, you're supposed to, exactly. That's okay. You're not supposed to know because God will let you know when you're supposed to know. <laughs> Uh, on to the next thing so anyways um (laughs) i don't know yet when it comes to um to marriage i'm gonna have you know experience on that one i guess i'm not sure but for now um when you talk about the 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 father and daughter um i think I, i really agree with that because um 
I, I really like the fact that I can um, look up to you, you know, and um, that, that I can um, lean on you or that if I uh, like need advice about something, I can run to you. Um, just a little thing that I uh, want to share is that I almost did not experience what it's like um, to have a father. Um, he died when I was uh, 12. He did. He did. I didn't say it. <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> How dare you? I was with you. <laughs> Anyways, and, and and even even when he was alive, I don't like the only memory. I, I barely have any memories with him. He was he was barely around. So right. that is something that I carried on with me um, years after um, towards the the dating life. It seems like I'm always looking for a man who's gonna be like a father to me. I'm always looking for for a man who's um, someone that I can um, look up to, and that sounds pretty good at first, right? Um, because I like in a way I have good intentions, but again, that's um, that's wrong because at the time that was me deciding what is good for me, you know. Right. That was me. Um, uh, following a certain um, standard that I just created um, on my own. Right. So, but but now that I'm seeing it in the and I'm experiencing it in the relationship um, that we have right now, I can speak about just just how beautiful it is, um, just how how peaceful and how how amazing it is, you know. Um, so yeah. so yeah, I. I like you did mention this so many times before the spiritual order. Um, there's God over man, man over woman, woman over children. Is that right. right? It goes God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, and woman over children. So, yeah, I mean, the way I see it, and I, I could be wrong, but I'm not lying, is that God is God, Christ is our perfect brother who was born perfect, is a perfect example. We can rely mm-hmm. upon him. And then he. Uh, if man follows God, then man is the example of God in the home. And if you're supposed to have a family, then man will guide and protect the, the woman and the mm-hmm. woman will guide and protect the children, you know? And mm-hmm. so that, that's how, how I see it. Yeah. It's true that, um, I guess, you know, there are really things that, um, women have, uh, dominion over, like say, for example, in a household, but at the end of the day, the, the man is still at the top to, you know, to oversee everything and to, to make the big decisions. That's how I see it now. Um, but I also just going back to what you're saying earlier, I would like to, to add a point about looking for uh, a man or a righteous man or a woman thinking that, you know, what, you know, what you need or what's best for you. Um, most of the time what people don't realize is that they are focusing on the wrong things. When you truly are seeking just the kingdom of God alone, when you're focusing on what you just need to do on, to, on a day-to-day basis, when you're not playing God, right? and, and it's a part of God's plan that um, you will be, be given someone. For men, the right women, the right woman will be he will lead the right woman to you. Exactly. You know, it, it, it sounds it sounds crazy, but really what we just need to focus on, or like if you're a single person, is to just really seek the kingdom of God. Live a righteous life. Just do what you need to do every single day. 
Yep. And um, when when God sees it, if it's a part of His plan, and when God sees it that you're already ready for that person, the right person will come. In what what I think usually happens is that God leads the woman to the man, so the man is not supposed to be looking at all. Both men and the woman should spend time preparing themselves and just seeking, just doing the righteous things, and eventually their paths will cross, and they will know it's right. Right. That's a good way to point that you just need to focus on it. You've heard this common thing in the Bible about how um, instead of looking at the speck in somebody else's eye, you should look at the log in your own eye. Have you ever heard that one before? Mm-hmm. What it's basically saying is you dare judge somebody's tiny imperfection, but look at you, you fatty. Look at you, you porn watching gay guy. You should really focus on your own unrighteousness, your own judgment. Right. And don't even worry about finding a woman or man. There's so much unrighteousness that you don't even see that I haven't shown you that if you focus on that only, I will show you all these unrighteous things that you do and wipe them away Mm -hmm. from you. And Mm -hmm. then by proxy, you'll actually become worthy of having one of my children, you know, of having a a woman to be your helper. (laughs) <laughs> you you gotta undergo some kind of exorcism first and some you know unrighteousness detox and all that kind of stuff because exactly. really why would you be looking for a righteous woman why would you be looking for a, a queen if you're not being a king yourself right. if you're being unrighteous yourself so um instead of focusing on finding the right person why don't you focus on being the right person yourself right and exactly you know, become as righteous as you can be. And again, when we say king, we're not talking literally have millions of dollars, guys, and mm-hmm. an estate and slaves, like, although it must be nice. Um, what we're actually talking about is becoming a son or daughter of God as best you can. Because mm-hmm. your soul is perfect. There's this unrighteousness around you that's being wiped away as long mm-hmm. as you continue to not judge and let God wipe it away for you. That's what we talk about there. So don't get caught up in materialism saying, well, Jacob, Rosson, I've already got $200,000 in a home and like I'm a king mm-hmm. now. Why don't I have a, I need to put a queen now in my kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're thinking physically. We're talking right. spiritually. Focusing on the wrong things. Mm-hmm. How dare they? And right. I've, I've heard, um, I just want to add also that yeah, sure. I've, I've heard so many times before that instead of, uh, I mean, that you should focus on being the right person and all this and all that. There's a lot of people who say that, but um, like, like right now I have, it seems like even though a lot of people are saying that, not a lot of people are really doing that. <laughs> they say focus on being the right person, but what their definition of that is, oh, I have to spend, um, I have to go to the gym every day. Oh, I have to buy the most expensive clothes or the, the most expensive perfume, or I have to have the latest gadget available and all that kind of stuff. Right. Or I have to have like multiple degrees. I have to be very smart in all this. Right. No, that's not it. Um, mostly what we're talking about here is um, on the spiritual side. You know, um, you have to really seek the kingdom of God. And it's not about all those material things. It's more about on the spiritual side. Like, like say, for example, um, maybe you have a lot of resentment in you that you have to get rid of. Maybe, well, maybe you're watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you really seriously got to stop that. It's not good. It's, it's not okay. It's very unhealthy. Um, maybe you're having sex out of wedlock. Exactly. You know? Maybe you're having... Things. 
maybe you're having sex out of wedlock and you can justify it all you want but it's wrong again like what we said is either you are being righteous or you're being or you're not either you're off good or you're not it's just those two things there's no gray area so um a lot of times i observe is that people have um they kind of uh what do you call this they have their own definition of god they, they will always it. yeah yeah. yeah, they have like a personalized God in a way. Like they would say that, oh, God loves everyone, even the sinners and all this and all that. God loves me, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what I do. God would still love me. So, you know, again, it's being righteous or you're not. If you say that you believe in God, but you are um, like watching porn, for example, or having sex out of wedlock, and you say that, oh, it's okay, I'm just going to ask for forgiveness later on. God still loves me anyway. <laughs> right. JLP right. said this before, um, God loves you, but not as you are. And then yes. you said that God doesn't love the unrighteousness in you. So that's something that you have to um, overcome in a way. The, the other thing I also want to say is that I'm speaking about this because, um, you know, I, I've been through that dark path as well. And all I can say is that it just did not work at all. Right. If I was being the same person that I was before, then I don't deserve to be here. Then I won't be in this podcast right now at all. Allegedly. Because <laughs> you don't know that. I guess you're right. But, you know... <laughs> hypotheticals guys i'm kidding if you if you want to have the good things if you want to you know if you want god to to bless you or to you know give you the things that you that you want i guess he won't give you the things that you want he will give you the things that you need right you have to be you have to be the right person so instead of focusing on the on women being like this and men being like this focus on being right yourself first and when God sees that, and again, if if it's a part of his plan, he would lead someone to your path. That's how it works. And um, it's pretty mind-blowing to me when I realize that, coming from the mindset that I just have to look hard enough, right? But um, oh, yeah. I, I'm just very, very grateful now is what it is. That's great. And, you know... I don't think I really could say it any better. So if people don't uh, understand you, then they're falling. So that's their job. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just sleeping or maybe it's just really not time. So like if you were listening to this and if you don't understand or follow any of this, that's okay. That's totally okay. Like what JLP says, in one ear and out the other. And if the Holy Spirit is, you know, the Holy Spirit is eventually going to let you see it if that's what's meant to happen. So exactly. there's really nothing to worry about. Exactly. You know, we had mentioned too about being intimate or having sex out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And Good I have topic. my own. Yeah, it's a huge topic. That's what she said. Um, I think one of the key things, I always see it, people will say um, sterile. For me, it's sterile sex, right? And the whole idea is they think it's okay to have birth control or to take poison to sterilize their body so they can have uh, sex like that. Mm-hmm. Or they're, it's okay to wear condoms and do that. It's okay to think that it's okay to do things because it feels good. And I have so many perspectives on it, but mm-hmm. right now it's so clear to me about how when you are intimate with a woman before marriage, um, 
in any way or form. You're squirting in the wrong places and all that. Um, what you're actually doing is that you are bonding in a hellscape environment. You're actually getting married in hell. Mm -hmm. And what's happening is that the natural order, which is God, Christ, man, woman, child, what's mm -hmm. happening is you're severing that connection with God because you're choosing to believe your thoughts to say, oh, it's okay to do this outside of marriage and all that. And it, it inverts the man and the woman. And so then the woman now becomes the God of the man. Mm -hmm. And then the men are at the same level as the children. And that's why in society you see a lot of man-childs because they're literally at the same level as their children with the woman above them. Mm -hmm. And then over time, the woman drifts away from God, even though she can still do her best. And then Satan fills in that hole. And that's why you have so many hellish relationships. And to me, that's why the only real way and righteous way to do it is underneath marriage for the goal of procreation. You're mm -hmm. not going to be just, you know, doing unrighteous things in the marriage just because you're married. A lot of people right. do that. They get married and then they're like, oh, now I can do all these things. No, no, no. That's lust. And it's so simple and easy for me to understand that now. But I was kind of wondering your perspective, too, about that, if that makes sense or if maybe you could explain it in a way that maybe others would understand. Um... My perspective definitely shifted shifted about that topic tremendously over the past months. But now um, I already see it very, very clearly as to why um, men and women shouldn't have sex out of wedlock. And if they are going to do it, it has to be under the umbrella of marriage. And it's all so just for the purpose of having children, right? Um, th that's a big one. Like, that's a very big topic right um like before <laughs> you would hear people say that uh oh you get a test drive the car before you buy it because yep. you know that's how you yep. know it's good right again <laughs> again playing god exactly i've always heard people say that and then the funny follow-up is to ask so after you test drove it did you stop test driving it because <laughs> generally the answer is of course not now it's a tool to use to control the individual. Now the man can be controlled that way, you know, and it's really, really interesting too. When we say intimacy, we're not talking about oral or all those things. Literally, it's only meant to make children. And to me, it's been really fascinating to realize that because mm -hmm. when you, you're given these insights, when you're saying a silent prayer, there's moments where I'll laugh and say like, oh no, I'm really, it's just for that reason. You know, and we live in such a perverted society where we think porn is okay, where we think uh, being gay or having lots of open sexual relationships or abusing oh, the temple of God. Yep. As a wife, you're supposed to take care of all take your needs. Take care of the man's needs. needs. Yeah, I, I have needs that need to be met. You know, it's like, what are you, some sort of sex slave? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, and then if, if that's the understanding of how men in a marriage uh, are saying like I have needs well then mm -hmm. feminists are kind of right when they say that a marriage is like a slave relationship with a man but if you truly understand what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be this joyous peaceful relationship yeah mm -hmm. you know as JLP says bam bam thank you ma'am you know mm -hmm. get make the children have the children it's not supposed to be this you know mm -hmm. sexual escapade when you're married it's supposed to be you and the woman going together underneath God 
and whatever plan he has for you just living it out and living it righteously right and you know um yeah just just very interesting um a lot of people disagree with that you know and i oh, i totally. can Yep. Like like almost everyone, um, I was called uh, delusional. I was called um, like it's just a fantasy. Like it's not really true. Um, yep. That's okay, guys. You can just suffer and die. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you? I was with no, you. Uh, last one. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, just one thing that I was hoping um, people would actually consider this, especially the ones who are not um, married yet is that if you choose not to do, or like, if you choose to do it, then okay, then you are getting married in hell and um, all that kind of stuff. But just try to imagine, or actually don't imagine. I'm just going to say it, okay? Just picture it, yep. yep. Right. If you don't do it at all, if you don't involve in any of those um, intimacy thing at all prior to, um, prior to marriage, you will actually have more time to focus on getting to know the person better. Right. The thing is, when it comes to um, follow relationships, just doing all that kind of intimate, um, intimate stuff, it seems like you're always thinking about that. You yep. think about how good it is, and even when it's over, you're constantly thinking when the next one is going to be, or what's the next... Um, thing that you're gonna try with your partner yep. what's the next yep. like what's the next sexual adventure that you guys are gonna do that's what that's what's occupying most of your time and you all can deny it but but I think always, it's true it's always on the front of the mind and it clouds getting to know somebody it confuses Absolutely. your spirit yeah take that away take take away any any thought of it um just just if you don't do it you will actually know the person much much better you will see what is he like when he gets angry if he gets angry what's his perspective on um family like, relationships on family yep. on um like or like what the like say for example investments um what's he like towards his parents or what's he like towards his friends and you know there's a whole lot of information that you can get that is very important if you don't if you take away the sexual stuff you know exactly and 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 when i realized that when it was um revealed to me by god oh wow but that that's really true you know right um just just something worth considering you know take away every all those sexual things and what will happen in your relationship do you actually have one in the first place or yep. are you just having a sexual affair that's a really know? good point that's a really good point because my perspective and i don't know what people think but it's because they know that if they were to not do that first they would realize how big of a loser they are right because outside of sex most this sounds really bad, but most women use sex as a way to seem interesting. Absolutely. So, and, right. um, you know, you, you can you can say that they're probably like misogynistic and we're just hating on you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Very but true. Yeah. It's a it's it is something that is subconsciously happening in fallen relationships nowadays. Right. It's very true. They default like can, to being intimate. And the, what kind of happens is 
it's kind of like the idea of like when you get old and then they're just like, well, when you're old, you can't really do that stuff. So like, oh my God, who are you stuck with? You know, or it's, it's a fascinating thing because I think that's one of the reasons why people don't want to admit it because if they were to be honest and be like, okay, if I'm not going to seek them this way, Mm -hmm. you made that great point. Just how much of people's lives are focused on squirting, you know, guys Mm -hmm. will work out, they will work Mm -hmm. on dating, they will get a job and career for the purpose of having sex, you know, and they'll, they'll claim is to get to know somebody and to really test drive and, you're not really abusing anything. The body is a body, my body, my choice, you know, all that stuff. Um, but you really then see them being unhappy and unjoyful in their fifties and mm-hmm. then taking pills and they won't admit they're taking pills and the usual to try to compensate for it. So yeah, it's, it's fascinating the how I see it, but I'm great that you see it too. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, so many people don't. Another, another thing also that's worth, um, thinking about is, how many couples out there can freely or can freely just um, share their conversation history, the pictures and everything that they um, send to each other? How many people can actually just <laughs> freely show scroll that through randomly? It. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Without being um, embarrassed about what they sent or about like how what many they naked said. photos they got or like dirty talking and all, all these things where they're going to their imagination. You're, mm-hmm. For me, when you do that, you are using the body for your own purpose, and mm-hmm. you're not even you're not doing it righteously. You're acting like your own god. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like guys who masturbate. Uh, this sounds weird, but if you were to not disappear into your imagination, it's very difficult to do that because you're not disappearing into the fantasy that Satan created for you, and so mm-hmm. you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And that's why God lets you see it, and you tend to not do it. So yeah, if it's, you're actually seeing yourself doing it, do like how silly do you look? You know, mm-hmm. it, you look ridiculous. How dare you? <laughs> right. So you know, um, as of right now, there's uh, very few people who can see and understand this. I guess that's okay. But for those out there, um, just just give it a try. Just give it a try. I think it's really really worth it. Like take away all that um, you know sexual stuff. Do you really know the person that you're saying you're in a relationship with? What kind of relationship do you actually have? Yeah, it's you know? a great great question, Rosalyn. I'm glad you asked that. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind that of that was God, not me. <laughs> ah, how dare you! <laughs> how dare you! I was with you. Thank you, God. <laughs> that does can happen feel, quite often. Yeah. I can feel you breathing through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I think the other that thing, was... too, is um, as you get to know somebody um, and you're not going to be intimate with them, it's very hard to hide being a crazy person. You know, the woman is unable to hide it or the man's unable to hide it if you're not intimate because you can't cloud the vision that God's given you. And that leads me to this question about intuition, right? That my perspective is that when a man is righteous and the woman's following the man and they're both seeking the kingdom of God, the intuition that a woman has and a man has becomes very, very accurate. And I think that my perspective, not that I think, my reason is that your intuition is always accurate. But the problem is, is that you're so unstable Right, a woman doesn't have a stable man. She's having sex out of wedlock. She's doing drugs. She's following her emotions. She's following her thoughts. She's losing her mind. 
or the man is judging others and judging themselves and all these things are happening that if you pull back if you relax if you sit in the silent prayer morning and night your intuition actually which intuition is really um what is it the holy spirit or something um it's actually extremely accurate in that you've just been gaslit your whole life and you've been misled your whole life that when you trust it you realize just how unrighteous the world is and that mm-hmm. if you return to be a son or daughter of god you truly can trust your intuition you you truly can begin to understand that if you're supposed to know something you'll know it if you don't then you won't you let time determine your relationship you don't try to force things to happen and you'll be able to find out if someone's righteous or not quite quickly and i i have a joke that says uh um, crazy is like a pregnancy it takes nine months to be born right and the joke there is that crazy people can only hide that they're crazy for about nine months especially if you're not sleeping with them and mm-hmm. that's why you shouldn't be intimate before marriage because you'll be able to flush out in nine months if they're nuts because if they're following your Satan crazy judgment right your judgment for crazy right god will let you see it very easily and i'm, I'm thinking now that if you actually seek the kingdom of god only you can see it so quickly with everybody. You can see mm-hmm. people's intentions. You can see who they're following. And wow. things will naturally make sense if you're not being intimate outside of marriage. So that's just kind of something that I think I value quite a lot when it comes to those things. And I think for you, Rosalind, too, you're beginning to see that uh, in your own life from our private conversations we've had. And I think the other thing, too, is is that there's been many times where you've actually seen things that I didn't see and then you bring them up and then I become aware of it and then I'm thankful for it and then I can move forward with my own life you know so I kind of want to know what you kind of thought about women's intuition with your own experience not not institution intuition (laughs) (laughs) how dare you we just to give uh, people some reference we wrote down some questions before and she thought she thought I wrote down it into institution what is women's institution (laughs) i'm like no no it's women's intuition (laughs) or it could also be or it could also be something that you already saw before but um you didn't share with me yet not because you purposely did not it just didn't happen yet and then i saw it and then i told you about it and then oh wow very true as well there's many times (laughs) yeah there's many times in my own life where i'll see things but i wait and see and Rosson will see it too. And I don't say anything yet because it's not my place to reveal everything, right? It's not my place to say everything that I see and reveal to the woman. Now, there's times where it's not because I'm holding back. It's more because it's not relevant for the conversation. But there's been many times Rosson will see something and I'll be like, oh, I'm glad you see that here. I'll give some context on what I saw too. And it's been really interesting. Um, talking about that actually do you, do you have any points about that too Rosalind? um women's intuition uh, do, do you think it's okay I, I don't know if it really is true that that's stronger compared to men um and i don't even want to bother thinking yeah, I don't so know much if it's about stronger that. or weaker i just know that people's intuition we, especially we all women's, have that we all have it and it's all accurate if you're able to trust yourself which right. means you're able to know thyself, which again, as we say, guys, silent prayer, you know, com slash silent prayer. Go try it out. Do it for a week, doubt every thought and see what happens. It's mm-hmm. 
for me, it's worked. I think it's working for you too now because you're seeing it with people around you, just how Mm -hmm. they believe in their thoughts and they're not following that righteous path. And you're not judging them. You're just, you know. Seeing it. You're just seeing it, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like um, the the intuition is like a superpower that we all have, you know. And um, if you don't believe us or if you don't see it that way for now, that's okay because it means it's just not working properly and um most of the time it's not even your fault it's because of the environment you're in just like where i was at before you know uh surrounded by beta males uh, surrounded by just unrighteous people and um i didn't know back then what's right and now little by little one day at a time i can speak about how beautiful it is whenever you see um the the truth whenever you see the right thing it's something that's very hard to describe all i can say is that you will know that it's right because it's extremely clear very clear there's no doubt right right Right. if if there is something that um like you have to make a decision upon like if you have like several options if it's not again i would like to stress on the word extremely if it's not extremely clear then forget about it for now and move on to the next if you completely just completely trust god that um you know he's on top of everything and if you're meant to see something he will show it to you and you will experience that moment of clarity and you know there's just no doubt and being in that place it's just amazing (laughs) amazing as jlp would say i love jlp and roy and um you know recently owen benjamin he's I really like Owen because he works He's through very ideas. Honest. Extremely honest. That's where I got the saying, um, I may be wrong, but I'm not lying. That's um, so, so good. That's so, so good. Um, yeah, okay, continue. No, no, you had say. something. Go for it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I just wanted to say that um, we live in a world that there's a lot of people who find it difficult to admit when they're wrong. Or it's a very difficult for them to, to say, I don't know. Um, yes. and, and when people are being like that, just to me, it's just that they're just focusing on the wrong things. You know, I keep saying that over and over again, but that's, that's how I see it. Right. So that's why I speak about it. Like you even mentioned how you admitted when you were wrong about something. You know, oh yeah. The, <laughs> the Bible verse. Oh yeah. The, the Bible. <laughs> the, the Bible thumpers are cringing during that moment. <laughs> That's okay, guys. Don't worry, Rawson. They were watching porn. They they were too busy watching porn, so it's okay. (laughs) Allegedly. And and, and really what it is, is we're not supposed to be dwelling on on anything. We talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot uh, during our conversations, um, how things are just supposed to be like when they start becoming heavy, when when the conversation becomes intense, or when someone is becoming emotional. That's not where God is. And, you know, that's not okay. That's how right. you know that you're little by little stepping away from from the, the, from the kingdom of God. Exactly. And so, exactly. Yeah, it makes things super, super easy. So even, even, when you, even when you did say something wrong or even when you don't know what the answer is, that's okay. Don't dwell on it. Just watch it. Just observe it for as long as, long as you know that's, that you're wrong. That's okay. Just move on. On to the next thing. 
as Rosalind would say. Uh, <laughs> I beat you to it. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? I was with you. I was Next? with you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so many things that we can talk about, but um, we're about an hour and a half in. I was kind of oh. wondering. Oh, wow. <laughs> what the? I'll tell you guys a little secret. Rosalind was wondering before. If this doesn't go well, can we like end it early? And as always with her, I'm like, let's just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> always that wait and see thing. Right. And we, we talked about a lot. I feel, I feel like I'd like to keep it's on talking about these things. but Yeah, uh, we're just scratching the surface. There's so many more other things to, to discuss. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For now, I think people get an idea like, um, you know, we aren't this way because we're so holy and special. Mm. It's just because we've been saved. And I don't mean that in like a really gay way. I mean, it literally like God's always been there. He's waiting for us. The intuition is there. It's pushing you in the righteous direction. And the world may be trying to force you to do things that you don't want to do, or they may call you crazy, but that's okay. Just wait and see and observe. And you'll see just how reliant and how much we worship things that we shouldn't worship, whether it's other people's opinions, whether it's women's bodies, whether it's women's opinions, whether it's other men's opinions, whether it's the government's opinion, whether it's scientism or churchianity or Bible thumpering, whatever it may be, um, those things we tend to place above money, judgment, thinking that you're God, we place it above the kingdom of God only. And over time, God's just going to keep on, allegedly, he'll push you to come to him by showing you the folly of your ways, by showing you how it's just not working out and you suffer. And with each one of those moments, you have the choice. It's not really a choice. You have the option to um, follow God only by forgiving, knowing that you're not God, sitting quietly in a silent prayer or not. And that's really it. And, you know, I, I, I started the podcast just because I thought it was unbelievable how simple it is. You know, you go forgive your parents because you're wrong to judge them. You get to know thyself. You get to realize who you aren't. Like you said, Ross, in the beginning, like you realize what you aren't. You know, it's not you doing these things. And then you, by proxy, you get to know who you really are. And you doubt every single thought because that's just Satan talking to you. And that's all you have to do. And with if you do it every morning, every night, life becomes amazing and truly the true peace, not Satan's peace. It's a true peace. That's God's peace. That's quiet, where you can hear the chickens and you can hear the dogs barking. The dogs. Whatever it may they're be. They're just they're just telling. They're just saying good morning. It's like five forty-seven a.m. over here. So. Oh, how dare they? Yeah. They're also <laughs> saying, "Hey guys, you did a good job on the podcast. Stop, stop." <laughs> Ooh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, could it be? <laughs> or they could just be Satan's minions trying, trying to trying to us. stop. Yeah, trying to stop this. How dare they? Either way, it's been a wonderful podcast for us. Then. Is there anything else you kind of want to mention to boys and girls here? Anything you want to kind of give them some wisdom before we part ways? Um, something that I have just been really applying in my life is something that we also um, talk about often. Or I probably already said this. Don't try to figure everything out. First of all, you're not God. You really are not. <laughs> Don't try to figure everything out. If if you're supposed to know, you will really know. And if you don't, um, that's okay. Just move on to the next um, to the next thing. We're not supposed to um, know everything to figure out everything. Um, we're just supposed to live. And what it means is like 
really just stay in the present moment. So right now, the present moment is me talking here right now. So at this moment, this is the most important thing to me, you know. But um, every single day, just, just focus on one day at a time. If you're supposed to work, just focus on work. If um, you're supposed to do something, just focus on doing that. And stop worrying about what could happen in the future or what happened in the past. You, you shouldn't really do that because that makes life heavy. And um, we are talking so much about life being light because it really is. In the present moment when you're with God, you truly have that peace. And um, it may be something hard to describe, but you you don't go through all these fluctuations of um, emotions. And um, if you, you just know that when something is heavy, you have to let it go. That's God's cue. That's, that's God telling you that, hey, hey, you're supposed to let it go. You're not supposed to solve that. I am. Because I am God. Let it go. Move on to the next one. And you will just see how beautiful it is that you know, to be, to be close to God and um, he is the one who's fighting the battle for you. There is this um, yeah. verse in the Bible. Again, I'm not going to say what the <laughs> verse is. Ezekiel 6, 4. <laughs> I'm going to say it anymore, but it goes like this. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. You need only to just be, you know, in the present moment and doing what you need to do for the day. That's all you really have to focus on. This sounds very, very simple. It it almost sounds stupid in a way. But the reason that we can um, talk about this so much is because that's what we're going through. That's what we're doing with our life right now. And it's just so, so beautiful. And God told me to tell everyone that is Exodus fourteen fourteen. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Yeah, but that's so. That's such a good verse, right? Exactly, it is. It's... You don't have to figure everything out. You are not God. Believe it or not, you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moses said that to him. He said, uh, "Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians mm -hmm. you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still." You know, it's it's fascinating. And if, and if you just really. Um, will give up that place if you will just really give that to God and let him really be the God in your life you will see super amazing things right and he may take away things you don't need and he'll give you things you do need you know mm -hmm. and so don't think that it's just going to be like oh I follow God and now I got a billion dollars you know it's like, no maybe you're supposed to be on a homestead with no money you know maybe mm -hmm. you're supposed to be somewhere else maybe you're supposed to have millions of dollars and have a homestead who knows mm -hmm. right only no, God no. knows yeah, don't think about that so much. Just focus on what's in front of you. Sometimes even literally. So like right now, what's in front of me is my laptop. Just really focus on that. Um, exactly. exactly. Life can be very simple. It doesn't have to be very complicated. If it's complicated, then that's not of God. That's of Satan. How dare so, they? Yeah. <laughs> they can just be sad, suffer, and die. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, if that's interesting to you, Go to diarythought.com, listen to the podcast, enjoy, uh, do those simple steps. Go forgive, know thyself, doubt every thought, do the silent prayer every morning and every night, every morning, every night. Every morning and every night. Not yep. when you just feel like it, not <laughs> when you just have time. Every morning and every night. Like literally how many people can't do that? It's everybody. It's, it's really funny. 
and that's really it and if you have great experiences you want to share contact us on the Die Without podcast we'd love to hear more we'd love to answer your questions and we'll see you on the next episode take care everybody Thank you.